What's up, it's JJ, and you're listening to FPFO, presented by the G2S Network. See what he's talking about, bro. I don't... Yeah, I mean, he. I don't know why in the fuck he worried about our schedule so damn bad. He wor- he worried about who we got in the draft. He worried about how we release our schedule. I mean, damn. <laughs> Welcome to FPFO. Our levels were back right last week, sounding great. I turned this up a little bit, but we should be good. Everything should be good. Got our producer back. Nudie, what up? Not much to cover this week. Um, just to give a quick rundown of what we're gonna do, we're just gonna look a look into a couple of the undrafted free agents. Um, I know that there's one that you're very excited about, as am I. After I've done my research and you know looked into what he was able to do last year. Statistically, and also looking at some of his film highlight tapes, you know, things of that nature. Um, so we'll get into that. I'm gonna call Yak so he can give us his draft review, touch on that. Um, I wonder if we're talking about the same player though, probably because it's two of them that I like now. Okay, cool, we'll get into it, yeah. we'll get into it for sure. Um, but yeah, it'll be quick if you don't already follow the page, Instagram. Um, at Four Panthers fans only TikTok at C A R F P F O, TikTok at Four Panthers fans only, Rumble and YouTube at the G Two S Network. If you're watching on YouTube, thanks so much for being here. Click that like button, click that subscribe button, drop a comment, share it with a friend, etc. Um, Spotify, Apple, Anchor, uh, where else? I don't even know. Everywhere. Yeah. Fuck with us. <laughs> Fuck with us. We back. Another episode, not much news really to cover this week, um, but of course we had to give y'all an episode no matter what. Um, again, not much to go over. <clears throat> Breaking news though, however, uh, Carolina Panthers will be facing off against the Atlanta Falcons week one in Atlanta. I'm ready. I will be in the city. Um, I will be tailgating. I will be outside. I don't know what Terrence is going to do. <laughs> I don't know what Terrence is going to do, but I will be in Mercedes-Benz and... Uh, I'll be outside, mobbing. Atlanta, I mean, you know, even though they're a division four, Atlanta has the best tailgating in 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 the fucking league to me. I've experienced a lot of tailgates in my life in Atlanta. Far Atlanta surpasses everybody that I've seen and experienced. I've never been to Buffalo though. I heard the tailgating in Buffalo is crazy. Yeah. I I can't really speak on that because I don't really know. It's just hard for me to believe, honestly, but Oh no, Atlanta! They, they, <laughs> Atlanta, nigga, they, they outside. Yeah, Atlanta, hey, Atlanta, they be outside mobbing. I ain't gonna lie, they be outside mobbing, huh? New Orleans. I just feel like New Orleans is just a fucking dirty ass city. They, they fans are wild though, because uh, I've been in New Orleans like the game before, or the day before they played us. Uh, I forgot exactly what game it was, but it was in New Orleans. Cam was there in his prom. They beat us. I was on the uh, cruise ship, and the cruise left out of New Orleans. So I was on that bitch with a bunch of their fans. Oh. And I about. mm. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my pops was like the only Panthers fans on that bitch. Yeah. So That would have been bad because I I just don't know how to act. (laughs) So. I was legit anyway, so. Oh, okay. Well, then that makes sense then. You were not, you know, for the story not to end with you locked up. It's still fucking though. Or hands put on you. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, follow all the pages, subscribe, all of that good stuff. We're back. Um, again, nothing much has happened. Um, so this episode will be relatively quick. It really, 
is just predicated, or I don't even know if that's the right word. Let me see. Let me search my vocabulary. Um, <laughs> just say it as basic as possible. The How long we go today is based upon how in-depth Yak wants to go with his draft review, because I know he has a, a couple of things that he wants to go over, and you know he wants to uh, present to the podcast as well as the listeners and the viewers. So we're definitely going to let him get that shit off. Um, but, yeah, I guess we can start here. Cam Irving re-signed by the Carolina Panthers. Um, for me personally, I like the move just simply based on the fact that the more depth you have on the offensive line, the better, in my opinion. And then you bringing in a guy like that, a veteran who, you know, has some stake in the game, who was with us, who's been with us for the past two or three years already. He knows kind of organizationally what is going on um, from the top down. Obviously, things will be a lot different with Frank Reich being the head coach and a completely different coaching staff. However, um, he's familiar with Scott. He's familiar with Dave and, and Dan Morgan and Nicole and all of those folks that are in the front office. So he knows kind of where we want to go and where we want to be. Veteran presence, just drafted a guy from NC State, Caleb. What's his last name? No idea. Uh, Still don't know uh, how to pronounce it. Chandler Zavala. Yeah, Chandler Zavala. Okay, cool. Not Caleb. Chandler. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be completely honest, I'm not even going to start on that shit, too. And also, I just want to tell you, I just want to, like, tell you that I wa- went back and watched um, and listened to the podcast numerous times last week. And really, I got you out of here on that Jamie Robinson and Jeremy Chan shit. I'm not going to hold you, but it's okay. How? Did you go do your research? Yes. And did you see what I was talking about? Yes. I saw him walk down on like four plays in his highlight tape. Jeremy. That shit is count. Like, that, <laughs> that, like, so <laughs> like, that shit was great. That shit was great. Yes, I saw him that, walk down that, like four times. Bro. How many times did you see him playing in the box? Not many. That's cap. Not many. We must have watched a different fucking tape then. Nah, I watched the one that was six minutes and 18 seconds. Oh, you must wasn't watching good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I just had it like I just wanted to throw that shit out there just because like we like I was really hot, nigga. I was like really blown as hell. I ain't gonna lie, like you really had me in this bitch pissed off. Shit, me too. Because that <laughs> shit wasn't making no fucking sense. It was making a lot of sense. It still doesn't make sense to me till this day. But I guess well, we'll it'll it'll make more sense when when you see Jeremy Chen breaking news and trade it to the fucking whoever the fuck. Yeah, and you said also that was supposed to happen. At the draft. No, 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 no. Initially, I said that, and then I came on here last week and told you that it will happen by week six or seven of, next, of this upcoming football season. And so when it doesn't happen, uh, are you going to come on here and issue an apology? No. What the fuck? Who am I apologizing to? I've been telling them for the past two, three weeks since I brought it up that it's just a theory. What See, am I apologizing for? now they're going back to it's just a theory. But we done gotten a whole heated debate and argument based yeah. on a fucking theory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That makes for great content. That makes for great content. If y'all don't know what we're talking about, don't worry. I'll release it. Um, let's say either Friday or Saturday of this week. We'll release that. I'll, I'll clip it up and just make it that, that 30 or 40 minute segment there. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts on Cam Irvin? I'm glad, like I said, just kind of circling back. I'm glad that he's he's back and I'm glad that, you know, we brought in another veteran to to solidify that offensive line and, you know, to, to kind of be big bro for, for our younger guys because Icky is still young. You know, Bradley Bozeman, yes, he he is a veteran at this point, but he also, you know, has some some things to learn. And then you look at Mays and Brady Christensen and guys like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the move. How, how do you feel about it? Um, I, I think you're probably a little more excited than I am about it. Um and not to say that it was a bad move or anything like that, but I just don't – I mean, it, it, it is a good pickup uh, just having his veteran presence. Um, and also, I know that he came in a lot when we like to do that extra lineman set. Yeah. And it was more so like you knew we were going to run the ball, but it's also like you can't fucking stop it because we got an extra lineman and we had Deontay Foreman in the backfield. And so I, I like that set that we ran last year, and I think that he played a, a big role in that. And so – I would like to continue to see that going forward, even even though the backfield has changed up a little bit. But um, yeah, and, and I like I said, I think he he will uh, be able to teach the younger guys a, a lot of things. Even though I don't, he's not going to be starting or anything like that. But just to have that guy in their ear and like in the like on the team, just coaching them up and things like that, uh, I think that is good for that reason. But I mean, I'm not like 
extremely excited about it. Fair but, enough. I mean, I, I like the move. Fair enough. Um, I'm waiting to see if Yaya's going to text me back. That's going to dictate where we go next. Um, we could just go straight into undrafted free agents and kind of just go that way until he texts me and then kind of, you know, shift gears and then come back. It, and really transparently, I don't want to spend much time on this. Um, but I, like I said, I know there are a couple of names that I wanted to touch on and that you wanted to touch on. Mm-hmm. And a couple of guys that I, I'll be honest, I'm very, very excited to see what they're able to do. Um, so kind of how I want to do it is I want you to tell me um, who will make the roster and why. I, and really, you don't even have to give me a why, but just kind of tell me who, you, who you're excited about, who will make the roster in your opinion, and um, who do you think will be practice squad. Like, let's do it like that. Like out of all of the undrafted free agents? Yeah, but start with start with start with the guys that you're excited about because I know for a fact one of the guys um, you put me on, and like I said, as I did my research and as I dug deeper into him, pause. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I I like what I seen. Pause again. <laughs> so yeah, who who are you excited about? I'll tell you who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Rajon Wright, the cornerback oh, okay. from Oklahoma yeah, State. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. I, I think that Rajon Wright is going to be an issue. I think that that was a move that one of those moves, again, where it's it's really a bit, I won't even say foreshadowing, but it's really putting niggas on notice. Because you, if you remember last week when I said if the Carolina Panthers would have drafted Joey Porter, I think that would have had J.C. and Dante both on, on high alert. Yeah, I think more so uh, of Dante because just like, I think that Rajon Wright has the ability to be a starter by the Me end too. of the season. Um, Me too. And I, I first found out about him just um, watching the Last Chance U series on Netflix, if, if you guys don't know, which I'm pretty sure a lot of people know about. It's a pretty popular show. But he starred in one of the the last seasons where, um, I mean, the teams weren't all that great. It wasn't as popular as the first couple of seasons that came out. But uh, during that time, he was like ranked like, the fifth best cornerback in JUCO nationally wow. at the time. And then, like, just the way, like, just the way he played, like, you can just tell he he was a fucking dog. Sure. And then, like, he also let his, let that shit pop, like, on the field. And so. Why did you change it? What? <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. But, uh, Go ahead. Yeah, and so, and his older brother also played at Oregon State. So, I think that he had a little, a, a lot of coaching from that as well. And so, I really think that he has the ability to to be a starter in the league. So I was very excited when I seen that we drafted him because I didn't even know that, um, like I said, I hadn't kept up with him after that. And so I didn't even know that he was coming out uh, coming out of college this year. And then when I, I seen us draft him, I was like, oh, that name looks familiar. Then I'm like, oh, that's bro from the uh, from the TV show. Yeah. And, yeah, he, he's just a hell of a player in my opinion. And I think that – uh, with the right development um, and things like that, and the more reps he gets, I think that he has the ability to to overtake a starting role going forward um, when the season starts off. And so I'm really excited about him. And then another player that I'm also really excited about is Jalen Redman from uh, Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, like his um, his stats don't really might not really tell the tale. Also, uh, his uh, draft combine report, but I was also looking at an article not too long ago. He was like the second best undrafted free agent. Um, yeah, they ranked him as like the second best undrafted uh, free agent this year, and they were like basically, if it wasn't because of the scheme at Oklahoma, he he should have been drafted. Like a lot of really? experts was like he should have been drafted. Okay, and so that's another guy that uh, I'm excited to um, to see. Uh, it definitely adds depth. Uh, in that D lineman role, I think that he will make the team. Um, and then going to the the three four defense, I think it provides him a lot of opportunity to play because you know those the big guys up front they get tired. They're gonna have to come out the game. So I think that that's when he'll get his reps, and I think that he'll really be able to just make a big impact on defense as a substitute player. Um, and I know like his um his scouting uh, his combine shit has him as like a special teams player or like a um average backup or whatever but I think the ceiling is very high for him honestly 
And uh, being that the experts, like, kind of agree, like, you know, he should have been drafted uh, second best um, undrafted free agent. Uh, I think that he'll make a big impact going into the year. So that's another guy. Those are the two guys that I'm the most excited about out of the whole list of free agents. Facts. And ironically enough, Tavian actually, um, Tavian actually, earlier in the process, he actually was one of the people telling me about Jalen Redmond. And that was one of the guys that he wanted the Cowboys to take a chance on because, you know, they, they desperately need inside technique. They desperately needed a, a big, nasty nigga like Jalen Redmond. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, like I said, ironically enough, he's the one that put me on. But I, I like this move too. I like this move as well. Um, a lot of these, a lot of the moves that um, occurred after the draft, the undrafted free agent signings, obviously you view them as, you know, for the most part, you're going to view those as depth depth moves. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those guys, you know, a, a lot of the guys that we took were guys that we need depth at. They play positions that we need depth at. Mm-hmm. Look at him. Um, we got another edge. Let me see. I just had it pulled up. <clears throat> Iku Liotta, uh, linebacker from Iku, uh, from Auburn, excuse me. So he's going to be another guy that I feel like we can move around a little bit. Yeah. Uh, play that edge position, play that outside backer position, things of that nature. Um and then you look at, like we spoke about initially, Rajon right at cornerback. Then we took another cornerback, um, Mark Milton out of Baylor. So a lot of these, like I said, a lot of these signings were depth moves. Um, but I have a lot of confidence in a lot of these guys. I'll be honest. An- another name that I want to kind of highlight, um, you know, not spending too much time. Um, my apologies. Another name I want to I want to highlight is Cam Peoples, running back from Appalachian State. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be an issue now. The the problem that you run into with Cam Peoples is are you going to carry four running backs on your on your fifty three man? Yep. That's going to be the question. And realistically, I mean, it it could be a situation where uh where Raheem Blackshear gets beat off of his job. Yeah. It could be one of those situations. Y'all know how I feel about Raheem Blackshear. I, I think he's a great back. Obviously, he's not an every-down back just based upon his size, but I think that he's a great change of pace back, um, and I think he's a stud. But Cam Peoples really could be one of those guys that come comes in and shakes shit up a little bit. And then, you know, we have a more viable option at at running back. Yeah. So I, I, I'm I'm interested to see what he, he does because – you know, if you look at you look at this guy's size alone, what is he like? Fucking six, like six, six two. Yeah, he was like six one, six two, and he averaged six point two yards a carry at Appalachian. Yeah, <laughs> toting that. So it, the only thing is, is he's a slower back. He's run. He runs like a four six. That's fine. And and so that's that's a little on the slower end, but I mean, it six one two seventeen. Not a cut yeah. you off. Yeah, so I just feel like, I mean, if he can run between the tackles, um, very hard guy to bring down, uh, then that will, you know, that that's going to look good on the field. Yep. And that's going to give us a very different dynamic in the backfield. And I know Raheem Blackshear is your guy, but he, he, I might, mean, he might be clipped. Yeah, for sure. And what do we always say? It's been a, a extreme point of emphasis the last month to month and a half just based on the, the Bryce versus CJ conversation. But no, nobody comes before the team. Yeah. Organizationally, no individual comes before the team. We said it when we were talking about Bryce versus CJ. We said it last week when we were talking about Jeremy Chen. I said it, you know, this offseason on, on a couple of occasions in regards to Frankie Louvu. I know I've said it before with Brian Byrne. Nobody comes before the team. So, you know, Raheem, yeah, you have, you have that year or two under your belt. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you got to show us. Yeah. Because it's a brand new regime. This is these these the coaching staff that is brought in now, they're not the same people that brought you in, um, as a as a rookie. So we really don't owe you any loyalty. And transparently, yeah. this is one of our guys. And so you take a look at it like that, and Cam Peoples has a shot. And he, like I said, that's one of the names that I'll be watching extremely close all throughout uh, mini camp, all throughout training camp, etc. I will have my eyes on. On Cam Peoples and seeing what he what he does, 
Um, a couple of the other names, Nash Jensen from North, North Dakota State, another offensive lineman. So, again, reemphasizing that depth, that depth at offensive line. So, that's a great move in my opinion. Kobe Richardson, another cornerback out of LSU. To me, it, it seems as though the, the Carolina Panthers realize Key Taylor, C.J. Henderson, they're not going to do it. Yeah. They're not going to do it. And so, them two niggas, they on notice. They should be on high <laughs> alert. They should be on high alert for sure because you, you draft um, – or excuse me, you you signed three or four cornerbacks undrafted after the shit performance that we've seen against Tampa Bay for the division championship, more or less, last year. Um, yeah, you should, as fuck. Yeah, embarrassing as fuck, and they should be on high alert for sure. And I will say as well, be on the lookout for these DBs to, to get a good amount of reps just based upon the injury history of both of our starting our starting cornerbacks. Yeah. The the only thing that uh like those two cornerbacks, Kobe Richardson and then Mark Milton from Baylor, that's his name, right? Yes. Yeah. Like I don't know like cuz the a thing that bothered me last year other than JC was our secondary having the ability to go and pick passes off when like it was there for them. Yeah. Like we didn't really see that a lot outside of JC. And these guys really don't – the interception numbers aren't high. Um, pass deflection numbers aren't high. But, I mean, I don't really know how to judge that if it's like – because maybe they wasn't getting the ball thrown to their side. Yeah, I was about to say, maybe they were shut down corner. Target. Yeah, so that could tell another story. But I, I would just like to see a guy who, who has a knack for the ball and, you know, who's more of a – if the ball is in the air, I'm going to go and get it type guy. Because I think the more turnovers that we generate in the secondary, the better off the team is going to be regardless. Yeah. And so that that's the only concern I have with those guys. But like you said, uh, given our injury history in the secondary, then I think that those guys have the the most – the better chances to make the roster. I've seen that we uh, drafted a wide receiver out of was it South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yep. I don't think he's going to make the team. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. Yeah. We're just too deep. Bro. Yeah. We're, we're way too deep at wide receiver. I don't even know realistically why that move was made. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they really, really just like the kid, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's an unfortunate situation. It's kind of like uh, if you take a look at Seattle and some of the things that they were doing, you know, with with C.J. Johnson. Like, that's great. I'm ecstatic for, for C.J., but in that same breath, it's going to be very, 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 very difficult him to make that roster. Yeah. You know, they had they they drafted JSN from uh Ohio State, got DK, got Tyler, and then you you know they they go out the the same night as a draft or a night after um the conclusion of the draft and go get five, six, seven different wide receivers. Yeah. And so you know, unless so. you just put on like a fucking show in yeah. OTAs or however you do it, then it's very hard for, for guys like that to make the team. I mean, yeah, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. But, I, shit, I just don't know. I, I have to look more so in depth at who they brought in, but they brought in, like, five or six receivers after the draft. Yeah. Like, legitimately. Yeah, so, like, they have those three solidified, so it's like y'all other niggas, y'all battle for, for four through six, four through seven. Yeah. He better, yeah. I mean, that's oh that's God. his advantage, though. That's it. That is his advantage. That, that, I think that's his advantage. He's been yeah. playing with him for since high school, so I think yeah. that damn near seven, eight years now. Yeah, that's a connection that a lot of the other guys don't have. So I think that that will really help his uh, chances of making a roster. Honestly, yeah, yeah. But Josh Bond, circling back, he's clipped. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, shit, we happy to have you, bro. I mean, you know what I'm saying. We are gonna say what up to you at training camp. Yeah. Now nah, I seen his name and I was like, uh, he probably clipped. And, and I was thinking about the safety as well that we got. Yeah, he damn for a clip. I'm too. just like, yeah, we got way too much shit going on back there right now. <laughs> like, I mean, so. yeah, he clipped. Who else is cl- like? We might as well since you done started it. We might as well. Uh, Ricky Lee from North Carolina A and T. Shout out to HBCU. All of that shit. You know, it's all great. Pack your shit. Yeah, go ahead and pack. Matter of fact, enjoy Kemp. Enjoy Wofford. You know what I'm saying? I say that with all due respect. Hey, enjoy Wofford. We happy to have you again. You another nigga we going to say what up to at Kemp. But, you know what I'm saying? Just make sure your agent on his P's and Q's because 
you know, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else? Who else is gonna be clipped for sure? Um, I mean, honestly, I feel like other guys have a chance just because, like, you need offensive linemen. Yeah, you do. That's okay. what I was thinking too. Like you do, you do. And need. so, I, so I was, Ricky might be all right then. Yeah, he he might be straight. Uh, I was looking at the linebackers, and you know, I don't I don't really know our deal right now, just because you don't know what it's gonna look like. Yeah, I, I don't know what it's gonna look like. So it's a chance one of those guys might sneak and make the roster. But obviously, if we're being honest, like it's a lot of people that's cut. Yeah, because it's only so many people you can take into the season. And, and, so, and, I mean, you know, we saying pack your shit, but these guys could, you know, they could get practice squad deals, which is better than not being, you know, better than sitting at home wherever you're from. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, it's just an unfortunate side of the business, really. It's just an unfortunate side of the business, and it comes with the territory. So, I don't know, bro. It's going to be very excited, exciting to watch and see. Like, we're, we're definitely going to be tuned in. Um. I'm, I definitely want to see what these guys are able to do throughout training camp in the preseason. And, you know, the preseason is a lot of a lot of guys audition. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can do whatever you want to do and practice at training camp. You could have a, a phenomenal training camp. But once the, once the lights are on and once that speed is actually game speed, it's a lot different. It's a lot different. So I, I'm definitely going to be tuned in um, just to reemphasize my two favorite undrafted signings was uh, Cam Peoples, the running back from App State, and Rajon Wright. I think those two guys are going to they're gonna make an impact. Cam Peoples, that's going to be more of a question mark than Rajon Wright is going to be, just simply based on the fact that we already have three guys that, you know, have been in the league and have kind of, I guess you could say, stake a little bit as it pertains to Raheem Blackshear. But Chuba ain't going nowhere, and Miles Sanders damn sure ain't going nowhere. So, you know, he definitely has his work cut out for him. But I think Rajon Wright is a guarantee to make this roster, and I really don't even know how the guy went undrafted. Yeah, and honestly, if he doesn't make the roster, whatever week that shit drops, I'm going to have a lot to say when we come back on this bitch. Okay. I'm going to just go ahead and let you know that. Yeah, because, I, I mean, I, I think that I'm taking Rajon over CJ and Keith Taylor right now. Oh, for sure. Like, that's not even like uh, like me being funny. Yeah, ba- based off of what i seen, and I know everybody like to say college is different than the NFL. Obviously, it is. Like, yeah, that, that's that. fucking obvious. But, yeah. I mean... If you have the ability to watch just a player's, like, ability to just play football and just to know what the fuck they're doing on the field, like, not also is he, like, an athletic guy. He also has he, – he has a lot of football intelligence. And I think that that takes people a lot further than just relying on their athletic ability. Because if you just out that bitch running around not knowing what the fuck you're doing, not knowing what's going on, then, I mean, it's going to show up on film. For sure. YGM. That shit is going to show up on film. Like, <laughs> Why did YGM get the straight right then, bro? Because, hey, bro, I talk, I've been trying to tell you, bro, you got to give everybody a clean slate. I can't do it. Because, I, I mean, like, I'm going to believe what the fuck you, you already showed me for the past three years. And so, and the reason he was the first name to come, come to my mind is because he has – the more so the NFL type style body. And so it's like, yeah. uh, especially at, at the edge and then to be that you just not giving a shit at that position. Then I mean that I feel like that speaks a lot. That speaks more than just to your, your build and your athletic ability. Like a part of me just feels like you were out there just not knowing what the fuck you were doing or just not knowing what the fuck was going on. And we can say that that has something to do with, the coaches and, you know, not really having shit established last year. But in that same breath, like, other guys were still able to get the job done when yep. that was presented to them outside of a C.J. Henderson to Keith Taylor. Yeah. You know who, like, this is kind of random but kind of in the same, like, along the same lines. You know who I'm really interested to see what they're going to do? And I think this is going to be his breakout year. Marquise Haynes. I think he. I, I think Marquise is about to show us something this season. Yeah, I mean, he's had flashes of it. What, how long has he been with us? Two years. A yeah, year? like two or three years yeah. now. Yeah. So he's he's uh, shown those flashes within the last two two three years. Like there's been times where he's gotten on the field and went and got a sack. I forgot what game it was, but it it was a a clutch time moment and he just went and, and got the fucking job done. I don't remember what that game was it early was early in the season when he when he scooped and scored. Yeah, when Frankie. Frankie caused the fumble, he scooped and scored. Yeah. 
He's been with Carolina for way longer than that, actually. He's been with Carolina since 2018, so he's been with us for five years now. Yeah. That shit crazy. Tommy yeah, nah. flying, bro. Me and Carter were talking about that shit yesterday. Nah, yeah, it really do. Tommy flying. <laughs> <laughs> no cap. But, yeah. Um, and Amari Barno. Uh, I'm Amari excited. Barno, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Bro, it's going to – I don't know, bro. Somebody – whoever is going to step up this season and be on the other side of BB, that shit going to be a movie. Watch what I tell you because the thing about it is we have talent. Yeah. Like, we have talent at that position now, and we have depth on the D-line. So, whoever finally takes that step and solidifies themselves as being the other side of BB. So, maybe that's God. why we're not really in a rush to go out and sign the edge, which I think that we should when you have Jadavia Clowney on the list and then other dude. Frank I Clark. Know. Frank Unique Clark. Ngakwe. Yeah. It's op- actually, Frank Clark got signed, I believe. I think Frank Clark. Yeah, Frank Clark, I want to say, actually got signed. Yeah. But when when you have those kind of guys on a free agency list, I guess like you kind of wonder like why we're not going to to sign one of those guys. But maybe they just have a lot of faith in the guys that we already have, Amari Barno and Marquise Haynes, and I guess YGM. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know, bro. It's a lot of room for people to to make their name known, like on that side of the football. Like if you. I think this is a year, like, say that we don't go and sign any of those guys on the free agency list. I think guys like YGM, Amari Barno, Marquise Haynes, and other guys that we just bought in, you can't really say you, you don't have the the opportunity to do anything because I think the, the door is wide open at this point. Because yeah, looking at that on that side of the ball, like, we don't – I don't think either one of us can point – to anyone on the roster and be like, they should have a solidified spot at that position on the other side of Brian Burns. Like, I personally don't yeah, don't nah, think that. So, I really think not. that it's up for grabs, honestly. Yeah. So, niggas I mean, need to get a fucking step job. Up. It's going to be like, that's going to, I'm going into camp with a fucking notebook <laughs> this year. I, I, I'm dead ass here. I'm going into camp with a notebook and name circle that I need to see what the fuck they are. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Uh, do you have any names on that list already? Absolutely. Amari, Marquise, uh, Rajon, Cam, um, Bryce. <laughs> For sure, Bryce. Because that nigga don't get off the hook either. And also, matter of fact, we're going to call yet. Because he, he waiting now. <laughs> right? Okay. But I also want to just say, <clears throat> and I'm going to say it calmly, because this is our new quarterback, once our new franchise quarterback. I just want to know, and don't even, it's rhetorical. Why the fuck are you at the Lakers game? And why are you not in Charlotte? See, bro. It, that's, all, that's all I want to know. No, no, no. That's all I want to know. That's no, it. Carter, Carter, like, listen. So, he, he texts me and asks me the same shit. And yeah. I'm like, you don't and think man, this nigga's still support- working out in, in Cali. Like, nigga, why the fuck are you not in Charlotte? What the, yeah, where, where, where the mean, fuck is the hesitation? Is, where, where the- maybe he has a quarterback coach that he really likes. In Cali. Well, fly yeah. that motherfucker out to Charlotte. Because there's other quarterbacks. Like, Jalen Hurts had to go and work out in a different state because it was a quarterback coach that was really good for him. And look how he turned out. But I just seen, I just seen Anthony Richardson at camp yesterday, two days ago. Anthony Richardson ain't our quarterback. Who gives a fuck? Okay, cool. Well, Bryce has a life outside of uh, what well, this is his life, but he also has a personal life he can enjoy. Okay. Go watch nigga, the fucking you, goat you, and sit courtside, nigga. Okay, cool. Okay, I just see, and I, I see. I don't even want to get started with you today, bit bro. That's it. I just wanted, to, I just wanted to ask the question. Well, my because I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you the way it registered in my head. Oh, the motherfucker think he done made it. See, <laughs> the, I, I don't give a fuck. See, he when don't, he, he don't know. I don't, he I don't, don't know. care. I don't care. I don't care when he has to report. I want you to take the fucking initiative and be in the city because there's other niggas that camp right now. There's still been OTAs and shit going on. So you don't think he's attended any camp? I don't know what he's done. Have you seen the nigga at camp? Have you seen the, any Bryce content? Bro, Have you the seen on, any camp? The only Have you camp, seen any pictures from the nigga? The only camp content that I've seen was the shit that really came out before the draft. No, and I mean... No, they've been at camp. I, but nigga, I've been seeing niggas posting every single day. I've been seeing the Panthers posting shit damn near every single yeah, day. Yeah, they've been working out and shit. I've been seeing yeah. them in a weight room working out. But who's to, say, he not, who's to say he's not doing that same shit in I fucking Cali? I don't know. I'm like, just telling you how it registered in my brain. I don't know why that. Because I'm, I'm telling you how it registered in my brain. Why the fuck are you not in Charlotte? And Carter, why are let, you not at 800 South Mint Street? Let me tell you what's going to happen. As soon as he go out there and fuck up one little time, 
JJ gonna call right back to that. See, the nigga shouldn't have been at fucking courtside in L.A. He should have been fucking throwing the football. Me and you both know that. Me I mean, and you both know that. Who, do who, I want to see my friend? It's, it's just it's very, this, uh, it's extremely simple. Do I want to see my franchise quarterback at the fucking Los Angeles Lakers game? Or do I want to see him, or do I not want to see him at all and keep in my head the assumption that he's fucking working and getting locked in for the season? The answer is the latter. I don't want to see this nigga at, at the fucking Lakers game. Why, do, why are you at the Lakers game? But if you go based on what his strengths are, what the experts have said, what his previous coaches have said, his worth ethic has never been a fucking problem. So I, by him being courtside at the Lakers game, that doesn't make me think anything different about him not putting in work. He could have worked out right, right before he got to that bitch. I don't care about him working out. I want you in your, I, I want you with the team, nigga. Everybody else in Charlotte? We don't know what this nigga got going on. We don't know his schedule. Like, he could have been working out with the Panthers, flew out to L.A. just because he got the bread now. Well, type that, shit. that might be so, the case. I mean, <laughs> that might be the case. That, that very well might be the case. And I hope that you're right. Because don't let a report come out that the nigga ain't been working the way he needs to. <laughs> and watch how I come back on his goddamn topic. That shit is pathetic, bro. It's okay. I'm, matter of fact, as soon as you get answer, I'm going to ask him. Hey, yeah. Yeah. hey, you can hear me good? He going to get on your ass. I already know. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Why the fuck is Bryce Young at the Lakers game instead of being at, in Charlotte working with his niggas on the field? I don't know. He needed to sign that contract. Exactly. He that See? Contract. And he bullshit. It's a lot of bullshit going on that we ain't really <laughs> addressing. Because he, he still ain't signed his deal. DJ Maybe. signed his deal today. Who? DJ Johnson. Him and Jonathan. Him and Jonathan still need to sign their contracts, I'm pretty sure. See, so, I mean, maybe they got bingo. some. They working some shit out, like yeah, some shit need to be restructured in maybe, a contract. I mean, he was he was the number one overall pick. So, well, I mean, that nice, motherfucker nice know that he got to prove it. That. that shit is cute and it's great, but I know he don't think that. What the fuck, the bitch think he getting that money? I mean, he, he don't. He man, getting Pat money? You know? he, he not getting DJ Johnson money either. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, who the fuck he think? Who the fuck money he think he getting? So if I'm Dave, it's easy for me to go dish out 500k. Here, take this, nigga. <laughs> this ain't shit to me. Oh no, he gonna get a cool cut. Let's think, thirty in guaranteed, fully guaranteed four year deal with the fifth year option. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna get him some time to work that out, get my numbers right, go to the accounting mm-hmm. office, crunch so the cool. numbers. So so. So, Terrence is okay with this nigga being at the Lakers game the other night. I'm not okay with it because you still got business to take care of. Because really, yeah, until yeah, you me. said it, it didn't even register in my brain that he hadn't even signed his deal yet. He ain't even <laughs> signed his deal yet. But yeah, what I was and just... He, and, and every single day, I see niggas dropping content, everybody on the practice field working, and where the fuck Bryce at? Why the fuck I see Anthony Richardson in Indianapolis on the practice field with his guys before I see you? It's because their mini camp started earlier than ours. Our mini camp don't start until I believe either late this week or late next week. Their mini camp, their rookie mini camp, is already underway. Ours is not already underway. Okay, cool. And so we just a little bit behind schedule. Yeah, so I'm tripping. Yeah, so I'm tripping. Okay, oh, my bad. I'm tripping. Yeah, we, <laughs> appre- we appreciate you being here because before he called you and he asked me that question. I said, watch, Yak gonna get on your ass, so I ain't even worried about it. Cool. Well, shit, hey, but the thing about it is, yeah, that, and that's exactly why we call you, nigga, because you be having some more insight that we might be tripping on. The only thing I know is I seen AR-15 out that motherfucker, and I ain't seen Bryce not near time. And every oh, time yeah, I see that nigga, every time I see him, he, he fucking doing a sit-down with Jake DeLone. They throwing the football, Damn. walking around the locker room and shit. Uh, why the fuck he ain't on the field working? No, I, I get your point, but to that, to that, I'm saying he, he just went number one overall in the draft. I'm giving him the luxury to go out and watch the Lakers game. Exactly. Now, they put first overall pick. They didn't put Carolina quarterback beside that. But, yeah, that was disrespectful. You know, I didn't like that. That rubbed me wrong. It was a tad bit disrespectful, but I did see, I believe, I think he was working out with uh, with Tag on uh, CJ today down in Houston, I believe. I'm not quite not quite sure, but he does have to report at the end of this week, I believe, to go ahead and get prepared for rookie minicamp. And then, you know, the varsity, the varsity team's coming in a week after that. So, it'll be good. It'll be good for him to get some reps, especially all those all those younger guys we got um, to that point. 
I know I wasn't able to come on the pod last week, but get into it. Uh, you know why we call? Get into it. I want. I need a draft. No, yeah. Refer. I don't know how 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 y'all feel about certain players, but um, I for the most part, I like I like how we drafted. I thought we got a position of need in every round. My biggest hesitation is just moving up. I believe it was 13 picks to 80 to grab uh, Johnson out of Oregon. Now, I'm not saying that's bad. Uh, oh, ho, oh, ho. Oh. Hey, yeah, I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, but give us the real shit, man. That shit was dumb as hell. Yeah. And DJ Johnson ain't worth the fuck. Yeah. We already know it. You can, you can that, say that, it. That's why, I said, that's why I said it's my most skeptical pick. Now, I mean, he's got, he's got great measurements. What is he? Six five two fifty something like that six six two fifty great measurement. He played tight end in college, so he's got to be good with his feet. Um, I believe he was the Oregon sack leader last year. So I mean, he's obviously doing something. If we're trading up to go get him, he's doing something. Now, what might scare you? And I mean, I don't know if you're going to want to look at it. If you go look at the senior bowl rep, <laughs> he was getting absolutely fucking abused. He was getting absolutely fucked. It wasn't the best footage. I'll be the first. <laughs> that shit was embarrassing. I'll be the first. But but I, the way the way the draft played out, it was like it was like we said when I came on with my first appearance. We either go DN second and wide receiver third, or we go wide receiver second and DN third. And so we had to do that. So I would say DJ is my most skeptical, my most skeptical pick. I like the guard we got out of state, first team all ACC. Like Scott said, he stood out on the icky tape. So I believe that was a good pick. I really love the safety pick out of Florida State. He led his team in tackles, first team all ACC, ninety nine tackles last year. He's not gonna, he's not gonna go and get us two. He's not a cover. He's not a cover guy at all. He's gonna come down and he's gonna fill the gap. Hold on, yeah. He's gonna fill the gap. Hold on, yeah. Can you repeat that that other part you said? But uh, so he's not a cover guy. Thank you. That that's all I wanted to hear. And he led his team in tackles, right? So Correct. is he a fucking linebacker or a safety? Never mind. That, that, ne- <laughs> never mind. Me, me, <laughs> never mind. That, great, good pickup, Carolina. Good pickup. But I appreciate you shedding some insight on that because I was looked at like I was completely fucking dumb when I said that he can't cover. But continue. No, yeah, he he can he can definitely tackle. He can definitely tackle. I would give him that. Like I said, he's not a cover guy. But I mean, and then lastly to Jonathan Mingo, I think I think we got a beast. I mean, Steve Smith signed off on it, so it's got to mean something, right? Yes, it has to mean something. I, I totally mean, agree with that stance. Um, he didn't really have too many crazy games. He had 300 yards on Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is a JV team playing in a varsity team's league, but that's not to take away from it. Um, his measurements are off the chart. I think he's DK built, DK like. I think that's somebody if we want to throw a slant to, and you got a big body corner on him like Jalen, it's you know go get that motherfucking ball. Yeah. And that's that's why I think that's why I think we drafted him. So I'm excited to see. My only concern is that we don't have enough vertical threat. That's why. That's my only concern. If you if you tell me something different, make me believe something different, then you know I might change that perspective. But my only concern is vertically. How are we going to get the ball down the field? DJ Tart. Yeah. It. Mm, uh, that's left up to be be desired. But that that's one of the things that um me and JJ were kind of going back and forth on because I hadn't really done any research on Jonathan Mingo. I was very high on uh, Jalen Hyatt out of Tennessee. And so mm-hmm. that's who I, were th- I was thinking that we were going to go and get because I was like, he will be that vertical threat because he can get behind the right. corners. He can get behind the safeties and, like, really mm-hmm. take the top off the defense. But, like I said, I can't be mad with the Jonathan Mingo pick because I did go and do my research. I did see his highlights. And he's an old Miss uh, product. And, you know, we know the guys yeah, that come out dogs, of there. So. Yeah, some dogs that came out of there. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just hope he was uh, – I just hope he was a good enough – wide receiver to be taken as the number five wide receiver off the board in the draft. Because if you think about it, the four went in the first round and no other wide receiver, to my knowledge, was picked until we got him at 39. So I hope he turns out good for us. But, you know, I'm ex- I, I, I like the draft overall. If I had to grade it, I would give us uh, eight two out of ten. Okay, cool. <clears throat> I like that. 
I'm not and mad at that. I think everybody. Oh, sorry, Jay, but to everybody saying that giving Bryce Young a B plus draft grade because we got him at one, I think they're just ignorant individuals. <laughs> Who are we going to take right here? Yeah. I mean, unless it was CJ, but I don't know. I just had to get that off my chest. <laughs> did I give Did I give that that move a B plus? No, I gave our draft a B plus overall. I mean, because of the mm-hmm. DJ Johnson move, right? Yeah, I got to go look at it. I don't think you gave it a B plus, but I mean, I, 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 I might have given it an A minus because of his size. But yeah, if you like, if you didn't honestly know what grade JJ gave it, then you could probably guess that he gave it a B plus. That sounds like some shit he'd say. <laughs> no, no, it's not, bro. I, I just told you, I'm pretty sure I gave that shit an A minus, and I gave our whole draft a B plus. Well, I mean, we did what we could do with, you know, we have five picks. Yeah, I know. Which, if you look at it in comparison to other teams, other teams were out here with eight, nine picks, seven, eight, nine picks. We have five picks. We had to be pretty selective in who and where we chose. So, yeah. hopefully, giving up two picks in the future for G- for DJ and moving up to the 13 spots was, uh, you know, beneficial for us in the long run. Yeah, I agree. And, and that's the problem with our fan base. A lot of them were trying to compare, like, us not, like, having as many picks in the draft or like, oh, look at what the Texans did in the draft. Look at what this team did in the draft. I mean, fucking obviously. They had way more picks than we had. So what the fuck did you way expect them to do? Yep. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, people, they, they really just don't be knowing what the fuck they talking about, honestly. But that's the Facebook group for you. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> that yeah, Facebook, I try, that I try Facebook to stay group. away from that. Yeah, please. No, yeah, I really, we low-key might need you to come in there. We, we low-key <laughs> might need you to come in there just so you can see the shit that we got to deal with on a week-in, week-out basis. I mean, when I tell you it's just embarrassing, it's sad as hell. It's sad as fuck. I ain't going to lie. Um, I had another question for you. I can't remember. So you said you give our draft an 8.2 out of 10. Yeah, with, and with that's like, you move that to you move that to alphabetical grading. I'd say that's a, that's a B plus in that area, B. Yeah, I mean, I think that me and Terrence were on the uh, along the same lines as that. Um, yeah. Damn, they're identical, for real, for real. We said the same thing about right. DJ Johnson last week, too. Like, we uh-huh. don't know about him. And, and you know, I, t- I take shit to the extreme. I say he ain't going to be worth the fuck. Me, too. Right. I, I just don't see it. Yeah, the best play that he had in that fucking senior bowl game was when he dropped back mm-hmm. in coverage and made the tight end drop the ball. But I don't, I don't need to see that shit. I don't really fucking care about that. We got other players right. for that. We don't need your big ass dropping down in coverage. That's what the problem was with Brian Burns last year. They wanted to drop him in coverage, and he looked like a fucking jackass mm-hmm. in coverage. So I mean, I, I don't, I don't need to see that. So that was one of the best plays I've seen that he made in that whole little. I don't know how long they was out there, but that shit wasn't impressive at all. Other than that, he, the shit looked pathetic, honestly. Only thing I know that stuck out for me from the Senior Bowl was the one uh, the fucking one-on-one drills. And that's all right. I needed to see. That's all I needed to see. Just <laughs> embarrassing. Pathetic. <laughs> Pathetic. I ain't gonna lie. And, and it's not like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like you going against NFL-level niggas. For real, for real. Yeah. No, I mean, right. I, you go, I, I yeah. Guess, I like, mean, you know Atlanta, Atlanta has a top 10 pick overall at their left tackle. Right, exactly. So if you, exactly. think, if you think it's going to be a walk in the park, I mean, that shit ain't going to Far from it. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't but, know why DJ Johnson was taking it where he was, and I don't know why speaking, the fuck we gave up that much capital. Speaking of Atlanta, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure y'all touched on it, but I'm sure y'all mentioned uh, week one we are opening at Atlanta in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yes, sir. Yeah. We'll we'll be there. We'll Excellent. be there. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we touched on it for sure. Uh, would you like to give your score prediction or it's too early? Because I ain't going to uh, lie, we early, might come out. Early. Man, we might come out and beat you by 20. I need to see the 53, man. But uh, uh, also, have y'all discussed, you know, I know we've been discussing our drafts, our picks and whatnot. Did y'all touch on interdivision, interdivision picks? Because to be honest with you, I think B. John Robinson is going to be a handful to handle for the next, you know, five to eight years, five to, yeah, five to eight years. Uh, I honestly think that's, that's going to be a pain. Yeah, I, I think we briefly touched on it. Um, but like I said, I, I have more faith in my in our defense than I do Bijan Robinson. Obviously, I think he's a great player. 
Uh, I think he right. he can be a, a franchise altering player, and I think he will. Mm-hmm. He has the potential to be that guy for Atlanta. But I mean, I don't really see a, I don't really see them beating us with just that one guy. Yeah, with Desmond right. Ritter as their quarterback. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie mm-hmm. yet. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's great, you know. <laughs> that shit is phenomenal. But like I just said, and I don't even know if you heard me, but I I I might have us beating them bitches by twenty week one. Um, and, and I hate to tell that nigga, but he gonna have a long day both of the Sundays that he got to see us, and unfortunately he got to see us week one, cause we might stretch that nigga. He he he. Matter of fact, let me not, let me, let me not even get into it. Is he in protocol week one? See, I don't even like talking like that. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, you know what I'm saying? Cause I, I want everybody to be healthy and whole and have a great career. Right. But that motherfucker right. might he, he might end up under the fucking tent. He might. He I might say, end up under the 10. I say under 60 yards against us, though. I will say that. I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean. I will say under. He don't put, yeah, I mean, that's great. Like, I'm happy for Atlanta. But shit, as far as I'm concerned, they did us a favor by taking that nigga as high as they did. Because I just knew they were mm-hmm. going to add more depth somewhere else or go get a guy that, that really could could do some shit. Somebody on defense, at least. Yeah, but, that, I mean, you know, it's great. But, nigga, you already got Cordero. And you got them young niggas right. that turned up last year. Yeah. The the That's two cool. or three other backs that they had. Algier, so it's just like somebody else. Yeah. Algier out of BYU, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like, I mean, okay, cool. Like, I guess I understand it. But, like, shit, he ain't even going to be starting. I ain't going to say that. He ain't going to be starting over Cordero. Yeah, I think I think he – I think he'll be starting. Yeah, they, they don't take a guy that high and just – That's why I don't understand. I mean, they shit. damn near – they damn near already put a gold jacket on that son bitch. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Like that. That's why I don't even really understand. Like, obviously, I get it. We we don't we haven't seen Bryce play in the NFL. But I'm gonna be real fucking blown if if we roll Andy Dalton out that bitch week one. I'm gonna go ahead and let you know that because I I just don't see in the world where we trade up number one for a quarterback and then they like oh he got to earn his spot. Maybe they just saying it for the media. No. Or yeah. To, yeah, I absolutely agree with that, Terrence. We didn't we didn't draft him to sit on the bench. I think Bryce Young is the most the most uh, NFL ready starting quarterback that came out of this draft this year, and I think that's why we drafted him. Yeah, I mean that's that's fair that y'all feel that way. And then JJ, he said he going to training camp with a book and <laughs> circling Bryce Young name and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, but I guarantee, based off that shit we seen with Baker and Sam Darnold last year, it ain't no fucking way you can sit up here and tell me he not gonna be better than that. Because we left out of that bitch not knowing who the fuck the starter was. <laughs> oh, right, God, we did. But this is the thing, yeah. Uh, I hope the little motherfucker don't think that <laughs> just because he got drafted number one. He just gonna try his happy ass into Charlotte and just be gifted the city. You he gotta, doesn't you have gotta. that mentality. Okay, he cool. He does well. not have that mentality, and I don't want him to even think. So I'm glad that the organization came out and let that nigga know. Oh, bit bro, <laughs> like we know we we know you know we moved a couple pieces for you and we went up and got you at number one. A couple, but you still gotta you still gotta <laughs> make some shit shape. You still gotta show right. us something. And he said in the press and conference, think, he said, I understand that. I know. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to know other way. And I like that mentality. Mm-hmm. I love it. But if that shit, I do think, if, I do think if the talent don't match Andy up Dalton. with it, then shit. I mean, huh, it might be Andy. No, yeah. <laughs> I do think us bringing Andy Dalton in was strictly for mentor purposes. You saw, I mean, when they when the Bears drafted Justin Fields, Andy, Andy mentored him for, I'd say, what a year or so before he moved on. Yes. But even even Justin Fields is quoted saying that Andy was great to him. He was a great mentor. So I think that he's going to play the same exact role here. Of uh, and yeah, so I'm fine with bringing Andy in. I don't anticipate him starting. I anticipate him mentoring Bryce. And, you know, helping him out in any way he can. Yeah. And I ain't gonna lie. At training camp, I'm gonna be gassing that nigga. Just to let you know. See, but that's but that's not what we need though. We need good, honest, unbiased feedback. It will, cause it's some nigga that can't get the print account. It, it and will. They're gonna be relying on us to relay the message. It will be good, unbiased feedback. But like I said, well, I'm gonna uh, balance them out. I'm gonna balance them out. Don't even worry about it. Cause if the little, <laughs> if the little motherfucker ain't looking right, I'm gonna come on here and I'm gonna tell y'all something ain't right. And that motherfucker wanna be out in L.A. at the fucking game. 
And that's what he showed me in training camp? Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm on everybody's right. top this year. I ain't gonna lie. I got us at 11. I, mean, I got us at bare minimum 10 wins. I got us at uh-huh. max 11. Matter of fact, max 12. Right. Excuse me. Max 12. I'm on everybody's Going top this year. Going into the playoff as a what? A four seed? Three seed? Four seed? I'll say three. Because I ain't going to lie. It ain't really many niggas in the <laughs> NFC that's fucking with us. You ask me. Dallas and Philly. Who else? San Fran. Nope. Not worried about them. They got Minnesota? Sam Darnold as their starting quarterback. Cool. Minnesota? The Lions? Damn sure not worried about Minnesota. We drug the fuck out of uh, out of Detroit last year by twenty, and they were hot. Not worried about them niggas. Who else? The Niners. So. You gonna worry about them? I don't think so. Yeah, that's why I. Talk. But the thing is that JJ. It like, don't matter. It don't matter if you start quarterback, JJ. They still might go to the NFC championship. I yeah. mean, shit. Well, if I'm the starting quarterback, they damn sure going to the NFC championship. Had that motherfucking tongue. <laughs> oh, God. Because what you think I'm going to do? I'm going to snap that bitch. Soon as it get in my hand, it's going to see Mac. <laughs> Soon as it get out my hand. And we're going to drive just like that the whole fucking year. Mm. I mean, no, shit. Yeah, they said no, we, we, we have a big opportunity. We have a big opportunity to be in the playoffs this year and make a statement in year one of Bryce Young's career. And I think that's that's a real possibility, like I just said, and I really don't expect much less. If we go out and we put out a four and thirteen product or a five and twelve product this year, mm. it's a, it's an absolute failure, no question. Oh yeah, I I ain't gonna lie. It's probably in everybody's best interest, as well as the, <laughs> as well as the future of this podcast, for us to not have a year like that. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, because I, I even think like we could do better than that with. The shit that we had previously. Yeah, I mean, we had seven wins last year. Yeah, so, I mean, if we do that, then, I mean, damn. Like, I, I don't even know at that point. I would then be I'm, I'm, I might questioning, go ahead and turn my card in. I'm questioning Dave, Scott, Frank, but Bryce. You've been, you been, you been questioning Scott anyway. Terrence hates Scott Fitterer, bro. We, bro I'm going to let you go soon, but Terrence hates Scott Fitterer. That I shit is so false, bro. It's just J.J. tries to paint these crazy-ass narratives. Like, and it, it's just honestly embarrassing as fuck, yet. Like, if, if I'm being honest, it's embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. And he wants me he, – he's trying to turn me against Scott, but the only problem I have with Scott, which is not even really a problem, J.J. doesn't give him any blame for the shit that has happened the past few years. He, he strictly mm-hmm. blames Matt Rule, but it's like you can't blame Matt Rule but not blame the guy that's uh, ahead of him on the totem pole. You blame Dave Tepper and Matt Rule, but Scott just get mm-hmm. the fuck off. Yeah, like Scott that don't that off. don't make sense. He does get off, and yeah, like I told this nigga, he does get off because Dave Tepper wanted to anoint fat ass Matt Rule out of college and give him CEO uh-huh. powers and do all of this X Y Z. And so why the fuck I'm gonna blame? Why I'm gonna sit there and blame Scott? Because he if signed I already off know on what it. the fuck time it is. Because he signed off on it. Scott, man, and and yeah, again, we're not gonna hold you up too much longer, bro. But this is what <laughs> I this is what I keep telling this nigga Terrence. It's great. That he keeps saying that Scott signed off on this shit, but like I uh-huh. told Terrence three weeks ago, Scott, if your boss, if your boss is, is looking at you dead in your eyes and telling you, nigga, pretty much anything you say is gonna be trumped by our head coach. So it, it, it's just best if you just sit sit in the corner, and shut the fuck up, and keep making your salary. I just don't believe if that's that was the message from the owner. Then what the fuck I'm gonna do? I don't I'm gonna even get my input. Everything that come across my desk, I'm signing off on it. Because if not, I might I, I'm at jeopardy of losing my fucking job. I don't think that's how it works. Right. That's and, exactly re- how it works. and regardless, regardless if you think it's a Scott issue or not, this is now he's a. That was when he was a first year GM coming out of Seattle. I think now that he has a new coach, uh, a owner who says he has a new mindset, I expect I expect good plays from now on. You should just and, say that. And yet, the only thing I've seen this whole off season has been good plays. Mm-hmm. With the exception, right, right. with the exception of DJ Johnson, and if, uh-huh. if and, and to be honest, if that's the only bad thing I can say, we in a fucking great position. If you ask me, and Scott might be the best GM in the motherfucking league. That's how I feel. Right, right. That's how I feel about it. Because all the you know now now all of these reports coming up saying everybody was trying to move up X Y D X Y Z this and that. 
Well, Scott said, mm-hmm. shit, I mean, I, I think we got a piece that might fit what y'all were trying to do. Because we don't give a fuck about them. And we need a franchise <laughs> uh-huh. quarterback. So here you go. Take DJ with these picks in this other capital, too. Yep. Scott, Dave, and Nicole. See? And then, and then this is how he do. And then this is how Terrence do. <laughs> this is how Terrence do. Because this is the thing Scott specifically said in an in a interview after the or before the draft. I can't remember what it was. But irregardless, when, it, when we traded up, the nigga said, you know, this shit started. This shit started. Back at the combine, these talks started at the combine because I knew I, I know bro from my connections in the league. I've been knowing this nigga, GM from, from <laughs> Chicago. I've been knowing this nigga, and you know, shit. I asked the nigga, what what is going to take? You know, just kind of throwing shit out there, but knowing I want it. See, I asked the nigga what. So don't don't put Dave and Nicole in that. Dave and Nicole ain't have shit to do with that nigga. That's that's Uncle Scott that did so, that shit. So all of a sudden, Uncle Scott did that so shit. So all yeah. of a sudden, Dave and Nicole was making decisions. Last year, but they said, "Hey, Scott, you, you take it this year." Yeah, cause it, I mean, it's not. I mean, I don't know goes. how many times I don't know how many times a nigga can fuck up without you realizing that I'm really the answer and I'm the one that need to be running the show. But Matt Rule damn sure fucked up that amount of times, and now and, and Frank, Frank Wright is a Frank Wright's a veteran head coach in this league, so I think they probably you know took in how he does things a little bit more serious this year compared to a. Uh, a new Tom NFL coach in Matt Rule. So I Man. think that holds the weight too. Uh, Matt Rule is not going to get the same treatment that Frank Wright is getting. Yeah. So Dave, Nicole, Frank, and Scott. Yeah. I mean, it was all a collective effort. Like, I, I don't have that a, I don't have a problem with that. Like, that, that's phenomenal. And I'm excited to see where the season goes based off of those decisions of that group of people. Cool. So, shit, it, it, cool. Yeah. You just heard that shit. And all our viewers uh-huh. and listeners did too. So if shit go wrong and shit just so happened not to work out, don't come on this podcast trying to blame Scott. Blame everybody else too. I am. Okay, perfect. And you make sure you have that same <laughs> energy for Scott. Slander that nigga name the way you did Dave, Nicole, Matt Rule, all them niggas. Slander his name just like that. Well, Me. Nicole really just became a part of the process, you know, recently. So she ain't really never ever really get no smoke from me. The way she should have, because because you know if I'm saying, because if she really had her name on some paperwork in that organization, oh, you think she wouldn't have got shit? Uh, you think she wouldn't have caught smoke? She fuck different, uh, uh. different you from your husband, because you saw how I was on his ass, <laughs> and really I let him off the hook at the draft party because all them niggas was outside, but I knew it was a good night. You know what I'm saying? It was a night. It was a night to rejoice. So I just let them have it. Well, I think if Nicole would have walked up to you in that tunnel, you would have had a little bit more respect about yourself. Who? Or a little bit more respect for Who her. Who would have? <laughs> See? See? Never mind. Hey, hey, yeah, we appreciate you, bro. Yeah, appreciate you. Yes, sir. You, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll be in touch. All right, bet. Peace. All right, peace. There you go. I always know Jack, he's going to come in and speak the truth. I mean, so. that shit is fine, but his bitch ass is still be in Charlotte. <laughs> the fuck? Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I already know Jack going to come in and speak the truth. He he told me exactly what I needed to hear on two separate occasions. Like, what was the second one? <laughs> the Jamie Robinson shit. Nigga, but that, we're not even going to start. We're not even going to start. The only thing that I'm going to say in in that argument, I specifically told you, I don't know if he could cover or not, but I also told you along those, along in that same breath that that move supports my argument that we could potentially be getting rid of Jeremy Chin. That's where that whole, that whole argument started and stemmed from me saying that initially. And then you tried to tell me that he couldn't cover. And I said, nigga, I don't know if the bitch can cover. But or not. before you say you didn't know, you said he could cover because it, it, it was ba- it was ba- your, your response. Your response was based off of anger, and you said he could cover. And then when I said go watch, no, the I fucking just told t- you his stats in, in coverage. Go watch. I told you he had go- four interceptions two years ago, one interception last year, and I told you he had like five PBUs last year, and then three the year before yeah. some shit. That's and the I, only thing and I, told I told you what his interception came off of a fucking tip drill, something that we used to do in high school. You know. Everybody tip the ball in the air. Is the shit a pick behind the a turnover or not? <laughs> I'm just telling you. Like, so that doesn't really, I don't know, like, help his argument with him being able to cover. And you just heard Yak, yeah, the bitch can't cover. I think you and Yak just, also, well, then again, Yak sound, sound like you're a fan, too. <laughs> it don't make no sense that you hate as bad as you do. You know that? Who? Oh, who? 
on just on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> on everybody. You be hating. You about like Carter. Carter be on that hating shit too. You on that hating shit too. And he hate when I bring up Brian name. <laughs> well, you just make sure you sit and watch him win this game tonight. No, they're clipping tonight. I yeah, they might be. They're clipping tonight. They ain't, Steph ain't going out like no bitch. He tried not to go out like no bitch last game. If he ain't got no support and cat, you think they're gonna let Steph drop fifty? Ain't no fucking way. That's what he gonna have they to might do. Might not have no fucking choice. Okay. Shit. I mean, I can tell you one thing. LA is clipping tonight. You know? Yes or no? They they are. Or they not. You know, I, I, I no, I say they have a very strong possibility to be clipped tonight, but I wouldn't be surprised if they win because Golden State couldn't get the job done down the stretch last game. L.A. ain't deserved to win that game. They said Draymond. They, they said Draymond point They said that's that's they said that's bitch. I'm just telling you what the, I'm just telling you what the good I'm just telling you what the good people on social media say. Hey, appreciate y'all tuning in, man. We'll be back next week too. Hey, we uh, uh, schedule drop. Hold, let me turn this shit down. Oh, oh, oh. schedule drops today. The schedule drops today. The schedule drops today. We will have an in-depth look at the schedule next week. Um, you know, we'll go by week by week matchups. Obviously, it's going to be very, very early. There's no 53 man. There's no injuries. It's going to be very, very early. But we'll look at our our record. Um, or excuse me, look at our schedule in depth. See what we have going on. Um, you know, and, and Though I have the feeling that I do about the Carolina Panthers this year and their record and what it will be, I don't want it to be, you know, taken too literal because at the same time, I understand what time it is. Like, this shit ain't going to be easy. And starting week one in Atlanta is not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. In a division matchup, they have a lot of young guys that they're taking a chance on. They've made some phenomenal moves in the offseason. That shit is going to get, it's going to get wicked. It's going to get wicked. So I hope niggas is going to be ready. But it's, it's it's very, very early. We're still, what, four months away from, from kickoff. So, you know, we got some time. Yeah. So just don't be getting your hopes up and shit. I, I done told you about that shit. But uh, my hopes know. are already up. I know it's going to be tough. But I just I just predict us to be a lot more tough than them. Broken items this year from you over or under 10. Stemming from Carolina Panther football. I got a lot of money on the seat on the line this year, so it's, it, I might go over. <laughs> you laughing? I'm dead ass serious. Nah, I believe it. <laughs> you laughing? But I'm dead ass serious. Appreciate y'all tuning in. <laughs>